welcome to episode 136, part 3 of Geeksers. I'm your host, Ed, and again, I'm on my own. Now, you're wondering, you've heard the intro probably three times if you listen to all three episodes, and go, why didn't Ed, at least if he's, Sean's not here, do those little, this is Geeksters, you know, and I, it's not my strong suit, so that's why I just play the music, and uh, it wasn't on a normal, the normal recording device that we usually use, so that's why it didn't sound as good. Uh, quality, but uh, I did what I can with what I have. So that's uh, hopefully that didn't discourage you to stop listening to this episode. Uh, again, I hope Sean is feeling better. Um, you know, it, but I think he'll be back next week. No problems, and uh, everything will be hunky dory. Um, in this new in this hour, we talk nerd news, and uh, we had a few articles. Uh, we did talk again about the Suicide Squad. We also talked um, uh, a new comedy by Nick Cage, Nicholas Cage. Uh, it's about Osama Bin Laden. So, oh boy. <laughs> so it might be a laugh fest. Who knows? But uh, we'll find out when you listen to the show. Um, also, we talked about uh, trying to remember all the articles what I was doing uh, during the show. Because we also talk about uh, merchandise for both more for Marvel and DC and see what. Uh, who 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 does it better for the for the females or the, the or the girls? So uh, that'd be an interesting uh, topic to t- discuss, and uh, you should see before this these will be on online that the uh, news articles will appear on our Facebook page, Geeksters Radio. So you can go over there while you're listening to this episode and uh, check out the articles as we talk about them. So that way you can read what was going on in that article and what was discussed. So that way you can have a better understanding of everything. All right. And uh, we'll be, I'll be back at the end to wrap up the show. You're listening to Geeksters on AquanetRadio.com, iTunes Radio, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio.com. Just search Aquanet Radio on those apps. All right, kids, we're back. Yay. And we're back with nerd news. So, Ed, take it away. Okay. The big news, I think, this week was original X-Men member comes out as gay in new Marvel comic. Oh, yeah. That's right. Oh, yeah. That's right. That's right. Uh, Iceman. That's right. That's right. All right. Yay. I learned it something. Actually came out this week, kids. So, if you haven't picked it up, go ahead. It's the X-Men, all new X-Men number 40. Writer Brian Michael Bendis will finish out his run in the series with a finale that promises to have a lasting ramifications. One of the original X-Men and Lee... Well, Lee fans talking. Bobby Trey, (laughs) the X-Men known as Iceman, outs himself as a homosexual in this issue. He doesn't really out himself. I mean, Jean Grey kind of outs him for him. Yes. It was like, hey. And he's standing there going, thanks, bitch. It was like, hey, I don't know why you do that because you're gay. And it's <laughs> like, what? You can't lie to me. I'm a psychic, you fucking idiot. Yeah. Uh, all right. Yeah, but not everybody else is. Shut up. Yeah. <laughs> all right. That's what it says. The revelation comes out in a conversation with Jean Grey, during which Bobby is exasperated that his older self doesn't seem to be gay. I don't know. I guess you have to read the issue to really understand. Yeah, I'm lost. Like I think a, there's like a past and present in this issue. Yeah, there's like time bending and stuff like that. So, you know, apparently the future timeline, um, the Iceman of today is a straight guy. Yes. But then the Iceman of the long time ago when he was a little ice cube, <laughs> that he is gay. So you kind of go, well, is he or isn't he? 
is he still gay now? Or has he been faking it this whole time? Or if it's like, did he get... Um, because the Bobby Drake of the past looks visually different than the Bobby Drake of the future. Mm-hmm. You know, so did something happen where, like, maybe that Bobby Drake, the, the gay one, somehow disappeared? He had a body transplant. You know? Well, disappeared because of a, of a, a decision made in the past. Mm-hmm. You know, so... I gotta be honest, when they out a character like this, I'm always like, publicity stunt. <laughs> That's what I thought as as well. And, you know, I, I recently have gotten away from X-Men, but I used to read them a lot uh, through the years. And I really don't care. Like, like it's like, same here. you know, it's I'm... like, okay, if that's what they want to do, that's fine. Whatever. Yeah. But the thing that always kind of bothered me was the fact is X-Men is a comic book that is for the outcasts or the people mm-hmm. that are you know right. are so you, different that you know they and they understand X Men so it's kind of like a subliminal thing it's not like again, in your face you know right. if like you're, if you're gay not similar to the X Men you're a fan art book right <laughs> you know and it, and it was it was fine that way you know there was a lot of there was a lot of different reasons why many people read X Men in the past sure yeah. so but this is kind of like hitting it right in the face it's like it's okay you know you're making him gay you're really making him stand out yeah the X Men stood for it was a metaphor for the ostracized and different in society. Mm-hmm. Didn't they already have? And maybe this was North a different Star comic. From uh, Alpha Flight is gay and married. In yeah, but didn't was... they also have? A, uh, Marvel had a cover where uh, there was a gay couple kissing at their yeah, wedding. That was, was that X Men? Yeah, okay, all right. Mm-hmm. So it's yeah. it's been done. Like yeah, you know, it's done. It's astonishing. And I mean, let's. A... You know, when I when I read this, on one hand, like I, I was kind of like, okay, cool. You know, like I do, I do like when they do stuff like that, only because it gives it gives people who are an outcast like an extra, like, hey, really, it's okay. Like sure, we understand, understand you know. But at the you know at the same time, I was kind of like, when it slips into shtick, is when they do it with a character that's already existed in because he's like fifty, sixty years old. Yeah, he's uh, well, he's in the sixties, so yeah, it's about over fifty right. years so old. Yeah, do it now seems to be like it's it's we're we're it's like if you wanted a gay character, just make a gay character. Yeah, the problem is that they can't because there's a worry about he might not sell. Mm. So instead, well, now it, that at this point, there. there's no new characters in X Men universe right. because Fox owns them and Marvel wants them back. Right. Mm-hmm. So they're forcing their hand right. by not creating new characters yeah. so they can't use them in the film. But you know what? I'll throw a roll monkey wrench in their system. We make Bobby Drake gay because in the X Men movies, he had a thing for Rogue. Yes. You know. Mm. So now we throw a monkey in. Well, the Shadow, it was Shadow Cat, but yeah. Yeah. No. Bobby Drake in the movies. Bobby Drake. It was Bobby Drake. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. In the movies. Yeah. Since they're coming out with a new movie, why not fuck up production by making, in the comic books, Iceman gay? So how are you going to explain in the um, X-Men Age of Apocalypse if there's a little bit of flirtation between him and Rogue? He's bisexual. That's possible, sure. But they would have to say that because because people are idiots. They're going to go, oh, well, well, in the comic books, he's gay. Why is he hit on Rogue? And someone's going to go, because he's bisexual. You don't know that. They didn't say that in the movie. Like, in order for them to yeah. be able to effectively go, he's bisexual, Wolverine would need to walk into Bobby Drake's room, and there would be Rogue and Scott. Summers. <laughs> in, a, in, a, in a three-way with Bobby Drake plowing Cyclops from, from behind while he's got an ice dildo running across Rogue's nipples. Why do you got to bring Cyclops into this? 
He's my favorite character. All right, we're doing Colossus. I could work with that. All right. God, I hate Cyclops. Such a douchebag. So <laughs> you don't know him like I know him. Oh, we know. <laughs> you don't know. We him. know. I mean, I'm I'm indifferent. I'm like, all right, you know what? You make him a gay, make him gay. Yeah, it's, make him straight, make him straight. I, I don't. It's I don't not going to affect my reading in any way. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I'm I again, like, at, I'm happy, you know, that they've, you know, they do extend that little like, hey, come on, like, we really do like you guys, come on in. Yeah. But at the same, you know, part of me is kind of like, we're talking about mutants that are already outcasts, like. Yeah, you know what? What are they going to do in the comic books? Make him more of a fucking outcast? Like, are they right, going to push you, him over to Magneto's what camp? You, what you do is you make him an outcast in his own team, where there's probably somebody there who who who's homophobic. Yeah. So they start, you know, bullying Bobby as like when he gets older. Mm-hmm. So that becomes an issue. Yeah. So that way they can do one of very special X Men. <laughs> Cyclops gets told that. You know, not to, to leave Bobby Drake alone. <laughs> I am kind of interested, like, I am kind of interested in reading that issue just so I can see how it plays out. Because, like, if if Jean Grey is coming along and saying, oh, yeah, you know, I'm psychic. Of course I knew you were gay. Like, that's one thing. But then she's going telling the whole team, oh, guys, by the way, Ice Man, totally gay. You know, <laughs> that's kind of, uh, uh, in my opinion, anyway, that's a little bit she of She walks an- up, she's like, straight, straight, gay, gay, straight. Bye. <laughs> you, you, you have some interesting things going on over there. Girls got to know who to have sex with around here. Yeah. So yes, no, 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 yes, no, no, yes, no, 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 yes, no, 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 yes, no, 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 <laughs> and only when you take your Viagra. Yeah. <laughs> but it, it like that. I would, I would actually be interested to see how it actually plays out. And like, does she go and tell the team, or does he tell the team, probably, or is it that kind of like, yeah. you know, she, she, you know, pulls a, a counselor Troy on him, where you know she's encouraging him to be yourself in the right. team because well, it won't, co- won't be in yeah. just that episode. Yeah. It'll be like in the next year's worth. Yeah, of, I'm just I'm, comics most likely. That is is I think what I'm most interested it's in is how does it play out? Like, yeah. well, that's the thing. X Men X Men sells are down. Mm, I know uh, if we put it out there that Bobby Drake is gay. Yeah, but Brian Bennis yeah, is leaving the. Sink the hook. Let's say it, but Bobby Bobby Bennis is leaving. This Brian is like Bendis. Yeah, is leaving the the writing to somebody else now. So now they have to deal with this whole issue. Right. It's like, hey, I'm gonna fuck everything up. See you later, guys. Nah. <laughs> you straighten it out, asshole. <laughs> All right, let's move on. All right, what else? Hey, speaking of Suicide Squad, Suicide Squad may feature a prison cameo from another famous villain. Okay, who? Uh, Killer Croc is going oh i knew that i knew he got because he got cast yes umberto gonzalez of latino review has got the scoop basically and said that the role of killer croc is going to be a a glorified cameo all right uh it's going to be the because he's going to lead a gang in bell reef penitentiary and there's going to be a possible final finale scene with deadshot uh played by of course by will smith that's going to kind of wrap up the whole movie. So that's, of course, so that's all hearsay. We don't know that for sure, but definitely the cameo part of Killer Croc is going to be there. All 
I, I mean, mean, it'd be interesting to see how they're going to do Killer Croc. That's, you know. Well, they could do it like, I know you don't want to look. You watch Game of Thrones? I know. Okay, there's a character in there who has his disease where it makes him get all scaly. Mm-hmm. So, like, you could probably use that if you want to modernize it. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I forget the name. Right. Yeah, I can't pronounce the guy's name who's cast as Killer Croc. Yeah, he's been a bunch of stuff. Though. So. The Flash and Arrow spinoff may finally have real the title this time. Uh, Justice League, the search for more money. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and the disease is called ichthyosis vulgaris. There you go. Thank you. The, the CW show may be called Legends of Tomorrow. Apparently there's another show coming out that's going to be called Legends, and they really don't want to think it's going to be another DC uh, show. Let's uh, go ahead. Well, because Robbie Amell was in a failed show called The Tomorrow People. So it's like, <laughs> I cannot get rid of that fucking name. I would not do Tomorrow in any of my titles from uh, now on. The, the, the reveal was going with, um, uh, what is his name? Uh, John Wesley Shipp, who plays the father in the Flash series, who played the Flash in the 90s, uh, during a Q&A at the Cape Comic-Con 2015 in Cape... Cape Kamikaze is what it is. Right, in, in Missouri. So uh, they say, of course, take that with a grain of salt, but they yeah. believe that that's going to be it. Of course, you know, Victor Garber's going to be in it. And, of course, uh, Wentworth Miller, Captain Cold. And they're doing a 13-episode uh, is planned for it. So they, they right. feel it's going to be – that's the way it's going to go down at this time. So, Yeah, I'll see it. You know, I'm curious. Why not? Can't hurt at this point. Dust virtual dust is Doctor Who doing on my DVR. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, 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 you know, I again, it's one of those type of things where it's like, how is it going to do? Because Adam hasn't really shown his powers in uh, Arrow yet. You know, he's been flying around and, and doing things, but he's not really being a superhero. I'm not really hopeful okay. that's spoiling a lot for people, but uh, so far we haven't really seen the true Adam he's yet. Flying. Yeah. He's trying. He's enjoying being like a superhero type, and not being an actual superhero. Right. I love the moniker of being a superhero, but not the work, not so much. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. The fighting. Yeah. You know. And uh, so, I mean, with that being said, uh, hopefully, we're going to get to see more of that in the show, Legends right. of Tomorrow. So, right. wait and see. Uh, the Vatican fears sexy vampires and real life exorcisms are on the rise. What? <laughs> okay. <laughs> are you talking about <laughs> uh professor Gillespie ferrari who happens to be head of the group of research at the socio-religious information a group that on the outlook of everything in uh, blah, 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 you know so basically word, everything word, any, word. all the supernatural okay. phenomenons going on in the world they're they're researching it basically yeah. and they feel that uh so the bookworm version of supernatural exactly all right. Yes, you're, 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 you're <laughs> I think you're on the same take. There you go. Um, and of course, there's been apparently there's been conferences with the Pope, Pope Francis, and this group to talk about uh, thing. Of course, what's going on in these meetings? About what, like vampires, and... vampires, and, and supernatural activities in the rise. Hey, it's me, the Pope. Uh, you've been having a hey, what's going on with those vampires? Eh? That's Bella. What's going on with that? Um, it's, it's a movie. I don't know. I feel like it's real. There's a blood moon coming out. <laughs> <laughs> so look for that. 
kids. Right. All right, how about this one? Galaxy Quest is coming back with a TV show. I heard this. I'm okay with it. Deadline is reporting that Paramount Television is planning to revive the classic 1999 Space Odyssey parody Galaxy Quest with a new TV series. Robert Gordon, the film's original writer, is expected to pen this new series as well as joining executive producing team of Galaxy Quest alums Dean Parasat and Mark Johnson. Uh, well, maybe somebody does. He's got somebody out there is going, really? Yeah. Uh, uh, I mean, I'd watch it. While you're skimming through the article. Mm-hmm. Are they doing Space Quest, the TV show, or are they doing the TV show, the TV show? <laughs> I don't understand that question. Well, they're um, basically Space Quest. Space Quest? Yeah, Galaxy Quest, sorry. Thinking old game. Galaxy Quest is basically about these aliens who believe that this basically a Star Trek show is real. Mm. So they copy and then they grab the actors. So my question is, is that the TV is the TV go TV show going to be about the actors? Or is the show going to be an actual get Galaxy yeah, like, Quest? What was like the name the- of the show that they were on? You know, Never Retreat, Never Surrender. That kind of is it going to be that show? Like the mock show. The, that... the details are not um, yeah. clear at this point in time, but they said that that basically they're going back. Uh, Paramount's going back and trying to revive uh, television for them, you know, because I don't think they've done as many shows or they want to do more different. And they've scenes. run out of ideas. Yeah, so basically right. they're going back, you know, like they're looking at, you know, with Shutter true. Island, School of Rock, uh, Shooter, and Minority so Report. So they're too afraid to create anything original, but they'll go back and retool. Something that worked for them. Right, because they, these films were successful to them, so they want to make more out right, of it. Right, because nothing says, you know, I mean, right, Shutter Island is a TV show. Eh, all right, I like better when it's called Fantasy Island. <laughs> <laughs> like, all right, whatever. All right, what else you got? Black Widow doesn't make the cut for most of the Marvel Avengers Age of Ultron merchandise. Fuck you, Marvel! Damn. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> yeah, like I, I don't know. I just kind of feel like by now they should have been smarter about it. Like, well, they, they the idea is the fact is that they got a, a bag, a T-shirt, and a start a Disney Infinity starter pack, and that is it for oh the swag when you saw the premiere. Like yeah, like there there's not going to be much in terms of it. There's going to be like oh. Iron Man, Thor, Captain America, and all them. Even Hawkeye actually is getting the, the and Hawkeye sucks. No, he's getting the shaft as well. Is what is, is oh, well, good. Because yeah, yeah, he's a dick. And Black Widow are not getting their party. And he, so they, and uh, um, I think Dave, Dave sent that article over, right? Yes. I think, and um, right after he sent that article, I got an email where uh, Hot Topic is releasing some special edition Marvel Avengers dresses. And I think they have everybody but Hawkeye. And you could pre-order them. And, uh... You know, but they they had Black Widow, but the Black Widow dress that they had, like Thor had um, the hammer on mm-hmm. the dress, and then Captain America had the shield, right? Um, and then they had a bomber ja- a bomber style jacket for Stark Industries, like that the girls wear okay. when they're up on the stage. Um, but then the Black Widow dress, they had the jacket with that that belt buckle, like it looks like almost a cosplay jacket. Okay. It's it's the jacket that she wears in the. Um, Okay. the movie but then they have this sort of stylized 
it has black paneling on the sides and then um, yeah, black that, that black symbol. widow yeah, symbol, but it's a little bit more um, graphic. Like you, you know, if you weren't a, you know, either somebody who shops at Hot Topic or an Avengers fan, you might not know that it's a black widow dress. Right. So, you know, I was actually kind of disappointed because I really like, like she is my favorite character and I, dude, I would totally buy black widow merchandise. Well, I'm, I'm I'm glad you kind of say that along those lines because DC's launching a superhero universe for girls Woo-hoo! from toys to TV. And basically, they're going to go, you know, introduce, of course, Wonder Woman, Supergirl, Batgirl, Holly Quinn, Bumblebee, and Poison Ivy. And they're going to make him, like, kid-friendly, girl-friendly. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, ages like 6 to 12 is the range. Are what shooting. the hell? Right. Nothing for the 33-year-old? <laughs> Apparently not. Well, nope. fuck you, DC! Wow. All right. Uh, I so, see how it is. The people who actually have the money just cut out of the demographic. <laughs> Fine. So they're going to have TV special, children's books, toys, and apparel that are going to relate to the young child. Yeah, of course. You know, because so, yeah. they, because they, that is called Disney. Yeah. Be, no, this is DC, not Marvel. <laughs> they, they're owned by Warner Brothers. That's right. Because the the whole point. That's you really aren't feeling good today. That's why they did it wrong. But the 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 reason why is because they they say that you know superheroes are really for boys and they want to kind of stop that stereotype yeah. and want to accept it for more sure. young girls in the future. And there is, I mean, and yeah, you know, I I just kind of mentioned, but there is um for Hot Topic, and I think they're starting to expand into Torrid, which is like the plus size version of Hot Topic. Um, it's called Her Universe, mm-hmm. and it's it's pop culture and geek culture that is specifically targeted to women and girls mm-hmm. um you know just so that way you know we can have cool stuff too <laughs> <laughs> just not for the 33 year olds right he just well you know it always makes me like because like when we, we go on a cruise ship you know and there's like this special deck for the kids <laughs> And it's like the, the you just stand there. I want to go play. And it's like you know they got the 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 uh, you know Iron Man and you know the the Marvel Universe there. Security. And I'm like I'm too old to go hang out in that room. You know, like <laughs> not without sucks. not without getting the cops called on you, dude. Security has Ed on 24 hours of right there. <laughs> Every camera's on me. Yeah, like not doesn't look like I mean yeah he's really into it, but he's really following those kids. <laughs> Yeah. So, you're a Spider-Man fan. Yes, I am. Yes, you are. Did you know that they're going to create two new Spider-Man movies? Really? Yes. I did not know that, actually. (laughs) Yes. One is going to be a live action, and the other one is going to be an animated movie. Lego movie directors to make animated Spider-Man movie. Spider-Man will be swinging into action again in 2018, this time in an animated film. Uh, The rap... Uh, late Wednesday has uh, talked about to CinemaCon. Uh, it's the industry trade show in Las Vegas, uh, where Sony's Pictures CEO Tom Rothman announced that Phil Lord and Chris Miller, the filmmaking team, of course, directed the Lego movie and Cloudy with Chance of Meatballs and the live action reboot 21 Jump Street are spearheading the new animated movie starring Marvel Web Slinger. Of course, a lot of questions, of, of course, is 
when they do have the live action Spider Man, is it going to be voiced by the animated character? They don't know yet. Oh, uh, yeah, it's I just like, like spin off of the movie with the actor playing the voice. Exactly. And they're not sure if that's going to happen, if it's going to be its own independent movie. Right. But this is, that's what they're working on as, as of right now. Um, speaking of Spider-Man, the Spider-Man search may be down to five actors. Oh, so this is the short list. The five actors to play Spider-Man will be as Butterfield, Nat Wolf, Tom Holland, Liam James and Timothy Claremont. Who, okay. who, 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 and who? Uh, exactly. Do you have any, well, I was going to say, do you have any? I have uh, some backgrounds on these actors if you want to hear about <laughs> yes, them. Yes, I would, Ed. All right. All right. It, as a Butterfield, maybe less than 20 years old, but he's already built an impressive resume. He worked with Martin Scorsese on Hugo and fronted epic science fiction adventure The Ender's Game. Oh, that kid! Over just twenty credits oh, okay. in his role so far. Here, it's uh, it's this kid. Yeah, I know he is. I have such yeah. a movie. All right. All right. Nat Wolf is most known for roles, uh, movies like Mega. Wait, roles like the Mega Teen Weepy, The Fault in Our Stars, and as a Trouble Kid in Admission. He's also in line for Josh's Boone's multiple film adaptation of Stephen King's The Stand. So there's there's a possibility there. Liam James. Uh, he is known as he has shown a nice range of variety of projects, including playing the troubled son of workaholic cop mother on the oft canceled The Killing and surviving in the end of the world of 2012. Physically speaking, yeah, I could see him doing that. Okay. Like, I mean, just he looks like a Peter Parker to me. His also shows work from the USA comedy detective series Psych and the bittersweet coming of age comedy The Way Way Back. Uh, this Good uh, those guys. Yes. Timothy Claremont. Timothy is probably most recognizable for his roles in Showtime's Homeland and in Christopher Nolan's Interstellar. Okay. As the younger Pipes. version of Matthew McConaughey's uh, farm-loving son. And Tom Holland is probably the least to know of the five, but he's still a solid resume for such a young actor. He appeared through only in voice with Tom Hardy in Stephen Knight's uh, combined drama Lock, Lockie uh, last, from last year, I guess. Okay. And Ron, Ron Howard's upcoming... In the heart of the sea. I could see him too. So, it also could... starts Kim Halsworth in that movie who played Thor. Yes. In the uh, in that uh, in the heart of the sea. So okay. So there is a short list so far of the uh, people who could possibly Peter Parker in the next Spider-Man movie. Mm. This is our guy. Yeah. <laughs> Another five. All right. So uh, what else you got there? Uh, high-tech interactive movie theaters could be open by 2017. They're trying so hard to bring big people back to the theater. Theater! Yep. What's this going to do? Basically, they're, they're rehashing the, you know, more. they're going to open more uh, uh, theaters with where you can purchase food while mm-hmm. you eat so you could have a meal like while you're Like have it delivered thing. to your table and everything. But they also want to do some more interaction. They want to bring the experience where the... Um, uh, you can almost look like you're talking to the characters. 
in the film, or actually there were there's some concept that there might you might be able to talk to the character in the film, which I don't understand how like five hundred people <laughs> seeing a theater. Well, could that's have. just that. That's just a, let's say it was in three D. Mm-hmm. You manipulate the image to kind of like focus on this point, let's say, like computer animated, so that wherever they are in, it'll always look like you, it'll be looking at you, like having the eyes perfectly. So remember that there's old uh, paintings. Yeah. Like when you go to the Hyatt Mansion. Yes. You know, like when you're standing there going, this thing looks like a Oh, then they kind of, yeah, yeah, they should. Well, obviously, there's like, I, I hope they, they do like, like, like they did in Captain EO, where the seats moved, like when you, when right. there was a, there was a, there was like a, like a dance beat, and it was like boom, 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 and your seat kind of moved that way, or. Look, Harold, I'm dancing. Right. Or like, like I, when I saw the Tron uh, 15 minutes, where the ship came down and the wind like hit you in the face right, the felt like, yeah. yeah so that's the kind of idea i think that they're going for with this um of course they're trying to get a lot of movie theaters on board by this but they want to try and have of course yeah. you know and it's they're, they're going to start the the pet project in dallas because that's where this main company is from in las vegas before they you know branch out into other cities yeah. but i mean uh, i heard i think somewhere around here like in the in the i mean when i say around here i mean probably like 50 miles out but mm-hmm. Um, I've heard there's a theater either opening or open where you can basically order dinner and have it delivered to you like, yeah, no, while you're a, watching no, the movie. It's, which, in the, it's, in that, the, it's in the like tri-state area. Yeah. It's in Pennsylvania somewhere because yeah, actually forget. Dave Sippon's been there. Yeah. And he goes a lot of like during the week, it's a classic movie. So like mm-hmm. if you've seen the movie, it's great because – when they come, they're it's come. They're coming during the movie, you know, like, yeah. like to give you drinks or give you food. Right. So, like, if you're getting food or whatever, and you're looking at it, you you take your focus away from the movie, yeah. and you're like, well, if I see the movie, it's better for a movie you've already seen, right? So right. it's kind of like a good time. Like, oh, this is a great movie. I want to go see it in the theater and have a good time. Gotcha. It's it's a great way to do it. So, but I don't know about new movies. I'd be like, kind of like, shh, get out of my way. Yeah, can I get a cheesesteak, uh, fried onions? That yeah, that would be that would be mm-hmm. my my worry, unless there were like some kind of like tablets with like a dimmed screen, mm-hmm. so that way it's not that bright ass like, you know, shining in your face kind of thing and distracting well, everybody. But like where you could just order the food and they'll just bring it out to you. Yeah, well, let's say it's a lot of it. A lot of what he what he was saying was a lot of people were ordering it before the movie started, mm-hmm. so they were just bringing it out to you oh, based so based like, on your seat number. Okay, so it's kind of like a timed event. Exactly. He said the only thing that really, really was a downside was is the fact is that everybody had to pay at the end. Uh, okay. And it was like it was like everybody was trying to get their money and it was like this long line and just uh, kind of made that's, it. See, I'd rather pay like like I, I think uh, Apple, some Applebee's are starting to get them now where you could just pay at your table. Well, Chili's right. has it. Yeah. Like uh, I, I prefer that actually. Like it, it makes it so because I've, I've gone to restaurants just regular restaurants where you're sitting there waiting for the check, you know, the check for like forever. And then, yeah. you know, you're ready to pay and you're, you have to wait again for them to come and take the payment. Mm. So, I mean, if maybe if they installed the, the pay at the table kind of thing, it makes, it's going to make it's it easier. easier. Right. Cause then, you know, they just calculate everything and like Papa John's has a thing where you can split the check. So, you know, you could do it that well, way. The, the, like, the, only, the only downside of those facts is that, is that like, what if you don't pay, you just get up and walk out. Like, you know, mm. how would they really know, like, who paid, who didn't pay? They'd probably give you some sort of, you probably, you know, could be one of those things where they give you, you give them your credit card and they make a, like, 
open copy. Yeah. So that way, when it comes time, like oh, like two hours later, they scroll through and go, oh, ours, okay. Oh, or like maybe you have to you have to like swipe your credit card to start to order. Maybe that would and be it, a good idea. Yeah, you know, like have it open. You know, they they have your credit card information. So when if if you walked out and they go, they didn't pay. Well, I have the credit card. I'm just no going to charge it now. Right. Yeah. And maybe that you know you don't you just don't charge a tip, but you know you still get charged for the food. Yeah. What else you got there, Ed? Nick Cage's Osama bin Laden comedy just added a great cast. Adam Sandler. <laughs> Wait, he's he's doing an Osama bin Laden comedy. Nick Cage, yeah, no, Nicholas Cage, Cage is doing an Osama bin Laden comedy. <sighs> the upcoming biographical comedy Army of One. Doesn't just echo Toad, echo a military recruitment motto. It plans to send Nicholas K- freaking Cage into a war-torn Middle East. Now with an oppressive comedic cast, talent joined by the maniacal Cage uh, is. Skip over some things here. Russell Brand, Rain Wilson will be in it. Okay. Dennis O'Hare, Ken Marino, and Paul Shear. Are going to enjoy this womp. Uh, it's the film is we'll see Nicholas Cage portray a real life construction worker from Colorado named Gary Faulkner, who, out of some ridiculous whim, armed with no skills whatsoever, tried to cross Pakistan into Afghani borders on a solo mission to capture an elusive uh, Osama bin Laden on his own. So there you go. I just I can't believe that. Nick Cage is going to make a I had no comedy clue movie. He was making that movie. Uh, the film is going to be made by the same guys who made um, the remake of Arthur. Okay. And that did that do so well. Nice. So yeah. They figured, you know. So this this could be their last film. Well, a for effort. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's see. Call it. Call it night, there, kids. You want to call it night? We can call it yeah. night. All right. You're you're. Faithful companion here is uh, I think on the brink of either puking again or going to bed. Or <laughs> <laughs> both. Or both. <laughs> so uh, going to bed while puking. Uh, so thanks for listening. You can listen to us on Live. We're not going to radio.com, iTunes Radio, TuneIn, iHeartRadio. Sister Rock with that radio with his apps. You can also go to our Facebook page, Geekster Radio, and like us, or go to our Twitter feed and follow us there at, at Geeksters. And you can also catch us on Instagram at Geeksters Radio. Sorry, I oh, totally right, just stole that. Fine. I'll just close my eyes. Go ahead. <laughs> but if you want to catch a, a retelling of the show, you can also do that on iTunes or wordswithgeeks.com, which will be posted weekly on our site and iTunes. But you can also go to the uh, pout section of wordswithgeeks. Or, uh, the, sorry, the Facebook page, <laughs> Geeksters Radio, so and find the av- <laughs> <laughs> Go to the about section to find all the places you can download this fine show. All right, well, I think that will wrap it up. Yeah, in the meantime, if you want to contact Ed on anything that you've uh, listened to, you can contact him at ed at wordswithgeeks.com. Or you can contact Erica at erica at wordswithgeeks.com. Or you can contact Sean at pukebucket at wordswithgeeks.com. <laughs> all right, we'll see you next week, folks. Bye. Toodles. Okay, and I'm back. And... As you can hear in Sean's voice during the nerd news, he was kind of fading in and out, which was unfortunate, and that's why I was stuck by myself to finish these intros and outros by myself. 
Um, again, I think he will feel better. I think it was just something he ate, and uh, we'll know more as the week progresses. But uh, until then, uh, I think he'll be there Sunday. Um, you know, I'll be, I'll be there Sunday. I'll probably be by myself, so I might have to find a cast. for. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe. I don't know. Probably. Well, definitely Sean and I will be there to give you more news, more uh, DVD releases, more top five movies, and who knows what else we will come up with for the show. So catch us live on Sunday night from 6 to 9.30 Eastern Time on AquanetRadio.com. Tune in iHeartRadio or iTunes Radio. Just Aquanet Radio on those apps. Go to our Facebook page, Geeksters Radio, and give us a like and uh, share some comments. If you want to share in on any of the stories that are posted there or just want to say hello, you can do it there. You can also follow us on Twitter at Geeksters or Instagram at, at Geeksters Radio. If you want to contact Sean on anything we talked about, I just want to talk to Sean and see how he's doing. You can contact him at Sean at WordsWithGeeks.com or you can contact me, Ed, at Ed at WordsWithGeeks.com. You can also contact Erica at Erica at WordsWithGeeks.com and that's Erica with a K. And on that note, I think that pretty much wraps it up. Um, just hey, tune in. We'll be around always and uh, keep hopefully keep you laughing. pretty good. Well, it wasn't bad. Well, there were parts of it that weren't very good, It though. could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful. I was terrible. Get him away. Hey!